I'm Dietrich, and she is Lennox. Today is an extra special day here at Truth Is Now Treason because you are getting not only this episode from us, but a bonus episode is being put out today as well called You Have Value. Now, the first episode of this series will be done completely by Lennox, so we can expect a total lack of logic from the blonde queen. Hey, I am I am the smartest blonde you'll ever see. That's like saying I've got the most teeth of everybody in the trailer park. <laughs> well, we want to welcome you to Truth Is Now Treason. We are the official podcast of Panache Style at 115 South Burnett Road in Springfield, Ohio. Whether you pronounce it panic, panache, or whatever, it is the best place in all of Springfield for your hairstyling needs. And on Google, they have a 4.9 rating. So what more could you ask for? And at Panache is the greatest ever. So if you live in the Springfield area, make Panache your place to go for all of your hairstyling needs. And Dietrich, with his nearly bald, nearly shaved head, has a lot of hairstyling needs. (laughs) This will be our last episode of Is This the Beginning of the End for the time being. But as we see more things happening in regards to this, be prepared for more updates of right now. This is the end, but it's not over. Now, in our previous episode, we used Revelation 13 and Daniel 7 to try to give you a clear picture of what the Antichrist is going to be like. Now, we ended with a verse that is very crucial to understanding the setting and time frame that this global mark of the beast will be implemented. We want to elaborate a little further on this so we can have a complete understanding of this complex issue. So we're going to reread Revelation chapter 13, verses 14 and 15 again. It says, And with all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, he being the false prophet and the first beast being the Antichrist, it says he deceived all the people who belong to this world. I want to stop right there because he being the false prophet because of his miracles, the miraculous signs, he deceived all the people. So that tells us right there that if you are not a Christian, it says all the people who belong to this world, referring to people who are not believers. If you're not a Christian, you are at risk for being deceived. And this is why it's so crucial to be a follower of Christ now, because you may think that you know Revelation, you may think that you understand the end times prophecy, and you know what to look for, you're going to be deceived. It goes on to say he ordered the people to make a great statue of the first beast who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to the statue so that it could speak. And then the statue of the beast, this image, commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. So what we got from this passage is that this image of the Antichrist that's being set up, by the false prophet, is going to be implemented by someone doing miraculous signs. And it's for an individual who has died and has come back from the dead. So this identification or mark of the beast is going to be implemented or mandated when this image is set up in this place of worship. This is the time frame that we're looking for. Now, individuals will be receiving this mark for the sole purpose to show allegiance to the Antichrist. Now, if I can help putting a microchip in my hand beforehand, I will fight this, absolutely. But the mark of the beast is going to be a global activity, not a national one. It's going to be done all across the world, and it's going to be a sign that you are worshiping the Antichrist. 
We are just presuming that the national digital ID will come first. It may not. We don't even know what it will look like here in the United States either. It could be just a digital app and not an implant. We don't know, but we know, as we said before, the Biden administration is working on digital currency and identification. I just read where he had signed an executive order. This executive order was signed, I think, back in March of 2022, and it's supposed to be implemented December of this year as well. And all the agencies under Biden administration are working on this as we speak. Now, the UN wants a global ID as well. This digital ID would probably be implemented after all the nations have their own digital ID systems in place. Again, we do not know this yet. But the global one may not even come until this image is set up. We do know, though, that both a national and a global ID are coming. Now, when Jesus was talking to his disciples about what to expect when it was close to his return in Matthew 24, Jesus mentions the abomination of desolation. Now, this is what happens in the era of the Antichrist. Now, I've always wondered, Dietrich, when I've read that, I'm like, what in the world is the abomination of desolation? I can't even pronounce it right. I always say desolation of abomination. (laughs) Well, really, it's easiest if you break it down into two parts. Number one, an abomination is something that causes disgust or hatred, like when I look at you. (laughs) No, all you see is love. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yeah. And desolation is a state of complete emptiness or destruction. So Jesus warned that something or someone that people detested was going to stand in the temple someday, which would be the temple in Israel. Now, when that horror occurred, residents of Judea should seek cover without delay, Jesus said. Stand in the temple indicates there would have to be some kind of temple built because it doesn't exist right now. This abomination of desolation is also mentioned in Daniel chapter 9, which explains how this Antichrist will make an agreement with Israel, kind of touched on it in the previous episode, and this agreement begins what we call a seven-year tribulation period. The Bible calls it one week, but we know that week to be seven years. Halfway through, the Bible again calls it half a week, but we know it to be 42 months or three and a half years. And at this half week point, he will stop both the sacrifices and offerings that's currently going on. This will be over in Israel, not here in the United States. And in its place will be this abomination of desolation or this false idol of some kind where people will give honor to this false image and not the true Christ. This is what we call blasphemous. This is what Jesus is talking about in Matthew chapter 24. And it says that this desolation will occur on the wing of the temple, which leads us to believe somehow this temple will be rebuilt. And by the way, there is an American born rabbi over in Israel who is pushing to build a temple. Isn't that amazing? The article link is on our website. Now, one thing that would be required to actually have a third temple would be a red heifer sacrifice. Now, according to the Temple Institute, a group advocating the construction of the third temple, they say they have a flawless red heifer that was born in August 2018 in Israel. So what's that mean? So it's kind of like an inauguration ceremony. To open the temple, they would sacrifice a flawless red heifer as a way to basically open up the temple. 
Let's go back and let's review this entire series because we have 11 episodes and we've covered so much in these 11 episodes. We started off in this series explaining how the actions of the Biden administration are destroying America. And we posed the question, why? Why would somebody try to destroy his own country? And the answer led us to the World Economic Forum and its goals, with one of those goals being America will no longer be the superpower. Now, as we went through the WEF's goals, we shared how the Democrats, they're now globalists. They're regurgitating the same rhetoric as the WEF. We gave examples of this, even when it came to Biden's Build Back Better campaign slogan. That wasn't his own. It came from the WEF. Our leaders are colluding with people outside our country to help bring about a global government. And we pointed out this before also, how in April and May of 2022, the American government tried to cede authority to the WHO when it came to health pandemics. And that, we covered that in Behind the Curtain, Episode 2. Now, in the series, we also introduced to you a man, Yuval Noah Harari who has gained popularity quickly and is a major influencer and advocate for this biometric surveillance under the skin, a microchip. All countries with the help and encouragement by the WEF are now on an accelerated mission to create their own national digital ID and currency, a national digital ID, which we know will lead to a global ID, which is their end goal. Then we looked at Revelation 13 and Daniel 7, because the Bible describes a global government and a global ID in these passages. We needed to know what to prepare for, and if these digital IDs are the mark of the beast as mentioned in the Bible. We came to the conclusion that the time frame to identify this is going to be crucial. A global one could be the mark of the beast, but that it has to be, as we already stated, where the Antichrist will have died came back to life, and the abomination of desolation will occur. This is a prerequisite for this to be the mark of the beast. And traders, I want to remind you what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, when he's talking about the end times and signs to look for. He mentions this, For then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. To the unbeliever who is listening right now, at the end of the book of Revelation, Jesus gives an invitation to you. He says, come, let the one who hears come. Let the one who is thirsty come and let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. This free gift, it's free. You don't have to do anything for it. It's satisfying. It's life and it's fulfilling. And if you don't know how to do this, then go to our Ultimate Treason episode five. It discusses what you must do to become a follower of Christ. And we end that episode with me singing Forgive Me by Rebecca St. James. So to the believers who are listening, you might be asking the question, so what should the church do? If this is biblical prophecy unfolding, should we do nothing? I believe many Christians believe this. I'm going to say this respectfully, but honestly, some of the evangelicals out there will tell you, well, this is God ordained. No, this has been prophesied by God. He didn't ordain this. 
What is the description of God's people in the end? He calls it the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelation. Laodicea is described as being ineffective, being indifferent. The truth is not a priority. Ignoring the truth and not allowing it to penetrate them was a characteristic of that church. Accepting of sin, just like in Noah's day. And what was God's response to them? He said he was going to spew them out. Our job is to not be the church of Laodicea and act as if, oh well. Our job is to stand against the lie. The job of the church is to stand against evil, not capitulate. We do want to thank you guys for listening. And don't forget that we have launched two episodes today. So make sure that you listen to our other one called You Have Value, Episode 1. Until Until next time, time, my fellow traders. traders.